broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South. Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access. This is the midweek edition, the Wednesday night edition. Here on Nash Icon, 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in. Of course, you can get us via Alexa at home anytime. Just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 106.1 FM. You can also listen to our podcast following each and every show. You can do so through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on More. And click on podcast to get the show and listen back to what you have missed and enjoy it or listen to it a second time, if you will. Always available through CrescentCitySports.com. You can always email me, Ken, at CrescentCitySports.com or call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Rudy Dixon is our producer. Always a pleasure to have Rudy with us, taking care of business. And we are ahead of scheduled baseball tonight between Rummel and John Curtis, and weather permitting, Mike Miley Stadium. We'll let you know. Stay tuned for that. Meanwhile, there's much to talk about, obviously. The Zurich Classic next week, and of course, college baseball, but most pressing, the New Orleans Pelicans, who are ready to get it on with the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. The Pelicans and Thunder, 8.30 game time, Smoothie King Center. Pelicans are a five-and-a-half-point favorite for what it's worth. Pelicans won the season series 3-1 for what it's worth. One of those games, though, was an overtime win, and when you think about it, in the three wins the Pelicans had, they won by four, three, and three points. Think that gives you some sort of indication? One of them was overtime. These two teams appear to be evenly matched. Oklahoma City young and uh, very, very energetic and a team that clearly you know, is playing with house money. They're young and they don't figure to be a, a team that's going anywhere this year, but they've got a great future with all the draft picks they've stockpiled, you know, with their Chet Holmgren being out for the year, but with their young nucleus. Gilgis Alexander's a brilliant player. Giddy's a really good player. And obviously there's much to like. 
from Oklahoma City's perspective. In the games against Oklahoma City this year, you know, Brandon Ingram, of course, has been Brandon Ingram, which he needs to be. You know, you look at the box scores of the games that were played between the two teams this year, and when Ingram was on the floor, the Pelicans were good. The problem is he wasn't on the floor much. He scored 34 in the game he played against him. Most recently, a three-point win when he didn't play, and the Pelicans won. Trey Murphy had 23, but the Pelicans had 11 players. Excuse me, seven, count them, seven players in double figures, but that also included Jackson Hayes, who doesn't play, and Jose Alvarado, who's out. So that was the case in one of the close wins, and in the other four-point win for the Pelicans against this team, Zion Williamson played. Ingram didn't play. Zion played and had 23. So, and Willie Hernan Gomez had 10, and he doesn't play. But you wonder tonight if we will see a backup center because of Larry Nance's persistent injuries and his ineffectiveness. I mean, he just was totally ineffective in the game at Minnesota this past Sunday. Willie Green keeps going to him because he's dependent on him, and he's been a good player when healthy. Last year he was better. This year not as much overall, especially since the turn of the year. Do you not trust Willie Hernan Gomez? Do you not trust Jackson Hayes? Bottom line is, you got to get something off the bench, and this team has had nothing off the bench basically recently. Josh Richardson started well here, but he's not done much lately. Najee Marshall has not done much in the way of scoring lately. His shooting has gone south. Jose Alvarado's out, as I mentioned. And then, of course, Larry Nance Jr., as I mentioned. And they shortened the bench to just three guys in the loss at Minnesota Sunday. Tyson Daniels didn't see the floor. When he does, he defends. But he doesn't look to score at all. And so you just don't have any punch in reserve. And that's been a real problem for this team and something that they must solve if they want to be able to win this game against Minnesota and advance to play Minnesota against Oklahoma City and advance to play Minnesota again in Minnesota. Wouldn't you like to see that rematch? Pelicans should have won that game. They blew it at Minneapolis, even though the Timberwolves you know, were without Gobert after he got thrown out by his own team and without McDaniels, who punched the wall and broke his hand. They were inspired by that. And the Timberwolves, by the way, boy, did they blow it last night. I mean, they, they had the Lakers dead to rights, and they let them off the hook last night. And the Lakers, in overtime, survived 108-102 to advance. I mean, the Lakers were down the whole game, or so it seemed, watching much of it. But somehow they rallied and found a way to win. Lakers outscored the Timberwolves 49-38 in the second half to tie it and send it to overtime when they outscored them 10-4 in the extra period. LeBron James credit, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Give him credit. You know, amazing for his age to do what he's doing. Anthony Davis, 24 points, 15 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals. And Schroeder had 21 points off the bench. I mean, again, bench scoring, right? Pelicans don't have it. They're a perfect example of bench scoring. Kale Alexander Walker, former Pelican, was pretty good for the Timberwolves watching that game. He had 11 off the bench, was 4 or 5 from the field, with four boards, two assists in 23 minutes. Of course, Carl Anthony Towns, 24 points, 11 boards. The main man, Anthony Edwards, had a terrible game. He only had nine points, was three of 17 shooting. That's why the Timberwolves lost the game. The start did not play any good. 
Meanwhile, Atlanta beat Miami. In Miami. Upset. They've dominated the game, really, start to finish. So tonight, you get Chicago and Toronto in the East. That's the 6 p.m. game. And then the late game is at Smoothie King Center. In case you weren't aware, make sure that you know that the Pelicans game starts at 8.30. For television purposes, it will be on ESPN. Of course, the sidebar to all of this, I mean, the team playing and trying to advance is the primary story, but then you got the sidebar. Jose Alvarado making progress, but not ready yet. And then there's Zion Williamson, and so much is being made of what has been said. He doesn't want to play until he feels like himself, until he feels like he's Zion. Cleared, but doesn't feel like he can be effective. Sounded a little bit like Ingram, right? Remember when Ingram was practicing and took so long to come back and people thought he could play, and he said he, he just didn't have the you know, the, the lift to be able to be himself. It's different time and place, folks. And it's easy for us to pass judgment. And the vitriol against Williams is understandable. Williamson is understandable, given the magnitude of the situation with his team in the postseason. We all hearken back to the good old days, so to speak, and tough guys always played. They played hurt. They showed up, banged up. You never heard about injuries. They were there. Of course, the diagnosis now from all medical staffs is far, far more intrusive and far more revealing. And the player ultimately has the decision about whether he can go or not. We just know that Williamson's missed, you know, close to 60% of the game since he's been here and just isn't available. And we've seen it over an elongated period of time. I mean, this is nothing new. We can keep having this discussion over and over again. And people ask, what do you think? What, what do you think is going to happen? Or the people that are, there's a lot of people now that say, get rid of them. Easier said than done. And then what do you get in return? And a lot of others that say, look, he's a transcendent talent. When he plays, he's awesome. And guess what? Both have points. Ultimately, the organization from the ownership, Gail Benson, to Dennis Lauscher, to David Griffin, Willie Green, everyone involved, they're going to have to make, Trajan Langdon, they have to make a decision on this young man as to whether he's worth continuing to invest in and hope and put your hopes on him to be that team. Because let's be honest, the Pelicans could win tonight. They could win over Minnesota. But the Pelicans are not winning a championship this year. They're not good enough. I mentioned before, they don't have the depth. At times, they struggle to shoot the ball. At times, they have issues on the defensive end. They're not good enough to win the West. You honestly think they could beat Phoenix or Memphis or Denver or Golden State in a long series? This isn't happening this year, but you want to see progress. You've already seen it. 42 wins. Versus 36 a year ago. Progress, especially with all the injuries that this team had to deal with this season. So what you're looking at here is, what can this team be with Zion Williamson on the floor for at least, let's say at least 60 games a year? Ditto Brandon Ingram. How good can this team be? C.J. McCollum will be a year older next year. Jonas Valanciunas will be a year older next year. But, at the same time, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, 
Jose Alvarado, even Dyson Daniels will grow to be a year older and a year better. So it's a trade-off of sorts in that regard. So the window to be a contender is there. We saw what a contender would look like in 2022. Before the new year arrived and Williamson went down, we all know what this team was. They got to 23-12. and 12. They were very good. They were atop the West. They were clearly a contender in the Western Conference, which doesn't have a great team this year. Has good teams, but not a great team. Not like Golden State has been the last few years, clearly. Of course, injuries have played a large part of Golden State's problem this year, too. But they are vulnerable, especially away from home. So again, that becomes the biggest issue of all. What can this team be? Who are they with Williamson, with Ingram, with a largely healthy team? If you want to get a look at what a healthy team looks like and what it can do, just look at the Sacramento Kings this year. They avoided any significant injuries, and they had a banner season. Meteoric rise. Third in the West. Highest scoring team in the league. Why? Because they've done a great job of drafting, of trading, amassing talent, handling it financially, of course, and most importantly, getting their players to the floor with consistency, with regularity, and with effectiveness. And again, those are the things that just haven't happened here on a consistent basis. And that's why this team is a tease. They're tantalizing. They've got the ability. On a given night, the Pelicans can look really good. On a given night, they can not look good at all. Speaking of Sacramento, that regular season game when so much was on the line against the Kings really hurt. Pelicans got whipped by a good team. The game that really hurt was the game at Houston that the Pelicans blew to a bad team before they came back and beat them two nights later. That was a game that you go back at and look. If you're going to look at any game during the season, that one really hurt. There was an overtime game with Utah early in the season that smarted, but the game at Houston really hurt. You can't lose that game to that team at that time of the season. So, for New Orleans to win tonight, you figure it's going to be close. Frankly, I'm a little bit surprised that the point spread is 5.5, given how close the wins had been for New Orleans. And Oklahoma City win over New Orleans was more convincing. 16 points. So, this is an interesting matchup. And as I mentioned before, the Thunder playing with house money. they got absolutely nothing to lose. they got all of these draft picks stockpiled for almost a decade. It's unbelievable how they've lined it up. Perfect small market approach, fixing to be a contender as early as next year. Depends on what Jet Holmgren is going to be. Who is he? How good can he be to go along with Gilgis Alexander, Giddy, and the like of that franchise and the players they've been able to put together. It's impressive, and I think it's obviously a situation where they've got a chance to be very good long-term. So do the Pelicans, but they've got to do things right. And, of course, most importantly, the Pelicans have to be able to put themselves in a position to get their key players on the floor. If they can do that, the chances of being better, the chances of being a contender are clear. They're obvious. Eastern Conference is loaded. Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, Cleveland, even the Knicks, those are all really good teams. And, of course, that conference will have a very interesting playoff picture moving forward because of how powerful the league is. But the Western Conference is intriguing as well because Phoenix, with Kevin Durant, has been unbeatable. Won every game with him. Golden State, getting healthier, is still Golden State. 
can really score, almost impossible to beat at home. Memphis is deep. They go deep. They've got talented players, and they're tough physically, and they get into you defensively. Denver has Jokic, you know, and they've got Murray, Porter, and the like. Gordon, they didn't play as well down the stretch, and I think they're vulnerable, but they're still good. They wouldn't be the number one seed if that was the case. Sacramento can score with anybody. I think it might be a year early for them to be a championship team, but they're still a threat and good, and you have to deal with them. The Lakers escaped last night, but you can't ever dismiss a team that has LeBron James and Anthony Davis. There's that. I don't think the Clippers are that team. You know, I'm just looking at it from an evaluation perspective based upon performance and players on hand. But I think the Western Conference is going to be incredibly interesting. These playoffs in the NBA this year might be as interesting as we've seen in recent years based upon the parity that exists and the unknown because of teams who aren't healthy or haven't been healthy during the year but now are getting healthier. And because of the trade with Durant going to Phoenix and how that really dramatically changed the perspective of who to expect to win the Western Conference. I would not put New Orleans in that category at this point. Hey, look, I hope I'm as wrong as anybody. And I hope they shock the world and win the playing games and win a playoff series and move forward and be that team. I'll tell you this, I'd rather draw Denver than draw Memphis or Phoenix or Golden State. I'd rather draw Sacramento than any one of those three teams. Those are the ones I think you want to avoid that you don't match up well with. But first things first, you got to win these games, right? You got to win against Oklahoma City and you got to go to Minnesota and not let a lead get away and play better when it matters down the stretch. Those are the challenges awaiting the New Orleans Pelicans. National television audience will be watching tonight. Team is certainly rested enough for its primary players to play heavy minutes. And I know Jonas Valanciunas can be a liability on the defensive end, and he has been. But he can score, and he can rebound. And I think, you know, you have to trust him, especially with Nance being a bit banged up, don't even know if he'll play, and being ineffective. And if you do go to the bench, will you give Hernan Gomez any minutes? Or would you trust Jackson Hayes? I think that also depends on matchups. Because I'll tell you this, Jackson Hayes had his best game against Oklahoma City this year. If you're looking at performances and matchups, he did. He had a really good game in a win at Oklahoma City earlier this year. So you can't discount that when you're thinking about matchups and when you're thinking about players that can play. Because that did happen. And, of course, you have to take that into consideration when you're thinking about who to play and why. Matchups always dictate. Some guys and some teams match up better and differently with others. It's the nature of the game. It has been for a long time. Jackson A's had 21.6 rebounds, 4 assists in 27 minutes and a 128-125 win. The overtime went on December 23rd at Oklahoma City. Let's not forget that. So he is capable of stepping in and doing those kind of things. Whether he gets the opportunity to do so or not remains to be seen. So it all gets cranked up tonight. Smoothie King Center taking place at 8.30 
the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Be a thunderous crowd there on hand to cheer on the home team and to try to bring it home. Postseason basketball in New Orleans. Good to have it. Willie Green's done a solid job overall with this team. Let's hope he's prepared and this team is prepared to play hard tonight and play well from the start. Sometimes they start fast and sputter late. Sometimes they start too slow and try to come on. You've got to have a balanced, consistent effort if you want to win in the postseason in the NBA. We're glad you've joined us here tonight. This is the Wednesday night edition of All Access. I'm Ken Trahan, and we'll take a brief time out here as we continue on. When we return, we'll talk about the Zurich Classic. Some thoughts from Steve Worthy and more. College Baseball too, as we move on here on Nash Icon, 106.1 FM, and on the web, we're at NashFM1061.com. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life, 1061 Nash Icon. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. He's kind and he's funny and he's also mustachioed. He solves all your problems by the end of every episode. TV Dad. Everyone loves TV Dad. to your TV dad. Switch to Progressive and you could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. If you ask me, now's the perfect time to plan an epic summer when we still have a couple months and there are epic deals at Kohl's. I got myself some cute tees for under 10 bucks each, sandals for everyone in my family at just 20 bucks each, and outdoor patio essentials for 50% off. Plus, I earned Kohl's cash. These deals won't last long, though. So if you want to stock up and save before summer's even here, you know where to go. Select styles. Offers in April 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. He's kind and he's funny and he's also mustachioed. He solves all your problems by the end of every episode. TV Dad. Everyone loves TV Dad. to your TV dad. Switch to Progressive and you could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on everything you need for spring. Like 50 to 60% off suits, blazers, and pants from his favorite designers. Buy more, save more during the great shoe sale. Get 40% off two or more pairs, 30% off one pair. And get 30 to 70% off fine jewelry during our diamond sale. Plus, download the free Macy's app today for even more lowest prices of the season. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Scott for Scott's here. Do you hear that? Bring the mic in close. That's not how the grass should sound. There's weeds everywhere in this lawn. It's time to take action with Scott's Turf Builder Triple Action. It gets three jobs done at once, kills weeds, prevents crabgrass, and feeds your lawn so it keeps growing strong. Ah, much better. Get a bag of Scott's Triple Action today. It's guaranteed or your money back. Feed your lawn. Feed it. This report is sponsored by 4Kids Foundation and the 2023 Zurich Golf Classic. The Zurich Classic. Food, multiple cocktail lounges, live music, and great golf. It's fun. It's exciting. All that for only 40 bucks. Bring the kids. They get in free. April 20th through 23rd. That's golf our way. For tickets, go to ZurichGolfClassic.com. Welcome to your Daily Sports Report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Pelicans play tonight at home against Oklahoma City. Larry Nance Jr. questionable to play. Zion Williamson said he did not feel like himself yet to be able to play and contribute, so don't expect him any time in the postseason. Should the Pelicans win, they would play at Minnesota. The Lakers rally to beat the Timberwolves 108-101 in overtime Tuesday night. In the Eastern Conference, Atlanta eliminated Miami 116-105. In women's college basketball, Trillon Powell is the new head basketball coach at UNO. Powell was 96-32 and five years at Tuskegee. In college baseball, number one LSU won 11-5 at Tulane. And in college baseball tonight, the UL Raging Cajuns play at Southeastern Louisiana. The University of New Orleans won its 20th game with a 10-0 win over Dillard. Anthony Heron and Dylan Mock each had two hits and two RBIs. And PGA Tour winners Tom Hogue of TCU and Harris English of Georgia will team for the Zurich Classic next week at the TPC of Louisiana and Avondale. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 106.1 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show. Ken Trahan with you on this Wednesday night ahead of baseball here on 106.1 FM. And a pleasure now to talk a little golf, the Zurich Classic uh, is right at us next week. Looking forward to it. Pro-Am's two of those. And then the tournament itself next Thursday through Sunday. And it will be an excellent event. Looking forward to good weather. And looking forward to seeing my friend Steve Worthy, of course, Four Kids Foundation Executive Director of the tournament itself, who's very busy but takes a little time to join us now. Steve, listen, always a pleasure. And almost here, right? It is. It, uh, boy, it's come quick. You know, you hit the first of the year and it just gets rolling and, uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll have the prime on Monday, so uh, less you know half a week. So uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, good field. I mean, look, given the circumstances, we all know what those are. This is a good field. I mean, it's it's probably you know you always want more, you always want things better in life, but this is pretty good considering. I would agree. I mean, you know, we're very competitive and we've gotten very spoiled. I mean, our fields the last five years uh, since we went to the team format have been so incredibly good and. You know, losing the guys we lost to live and then some of the competition around us. We'll miss some guys that, that we've been used to getting. But it's still, given the challenges and given, I mean, 
you're looking at players who are going to be playing, you know, seven or eight out of 10 weeks and are choosing to come here. So when they've played that much and they like our city, they like our format, they like our event that much to continue to play, even when they've been grinding through it, it's, uh, it, it says a lot about our event. We're, uh, we're, we're happy with where we are. Should be. And before we talk about a few other things, you know, some of the names for people that they can expect to see here that they look forward to seeing. Well, you know, probably starts with our defending champions, two top 10 players, uh, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley. Um, you know, uh, Colin Moore, Conwin, Max Homa, uh, another group of, you know, perennial top 10 players, great guys. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're excited about Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, the defending U.S. Open champ. I think he's 13th or 14th in the world. Um, you know, always nice to introduce some new players like that to our field. Um, you know, everybody, Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, obviously, uh, Billy's won twice. Sam's an LSU guy. They finished second last year. Uh, you know, a lot of big names. I mean, we'll, we'll still have, um, you know, 10, 12 of the, of the top 30 in the world uh, and uh, a lot of very familiar names and a lot of great young names that we're excited to have. Steve Worthy with us. And as far as the Masters was concerned, Shoffley competed well, Kenley competed well, Morikawa competed well. Uh, they were certainly very competitive there. And, and obviously John Rahm uh, pulled it off. He's now back up to number one just ahead of Scotty Scheffler. Uh, those two Americans have been really good this year, and it was a it was a it was a good Masters. It was competitive, and you know all the distractions. Uh, I for one was you know it was nice to see all these guys together and at least not bickering per se. I would agree. I mean, a lot of people went into the week not knowing what to expect, and um, you know I, I, it went better than anybody really expected. I think uh, they were very cordial and talked, you know, they're used to have been playing against each other for a very long time, but the live guys haven't been gone that long. And so, um, you know, it, 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 it made for a good week. It, it certainly makes for storylines when somebody like Brooks, who's been here a bunch in the past, uh, you know, contends and coming off the, the live tour to, to play like he did. Um, you know, John Rahm at times, I, I laugh and just say he looks inevitable. Every time he plays, he looks like he's going to win. Obviously he's won in new Orleans. Um, was was a great show and uh, yeah the masters is it's it, it so many people feel like it kicks off the season and now they're totally tuned into golf so we're hoping that uh, carries its way into next week yeah I, I i for one took away from it that part i was happy to see them together at the same time i wonder in the back of the minds of these guys on the live tour if, if they didn't miss this experience because they're not going to have it <laughs> very often at all moving forward. This is the best golf in the world. This is the best tour in the world. This is four rounds. This is where you actually have to perform uh, to, to get the prize and to get the money per se. And I wonder, and I don't know this at all, but I wonder if any of them are, you know, maybe having second thoughts. I, I think that's, that might happen. I, I'm just, and I have no firsthand knowledge at all, but I'm starting to think that that might be a possibility. You hear rumors that, that guys are, are, are wondering and second-guessing a little bit. But, you know, I mean, they made their choice. Uh, it's, like you said, it's it's different golf. I mean, you know, people who want to complain to me, well, how, you know, they're the best players in the world and they're not getting well ranking points. And nobody's going to argue that some of the guys who jumped aren't some of the best players in the world. What I would argue is how do you compare them and where they should rank against the guys who are playing but with a cut against the best in the world on the PGA Tour every week, when the, the golf they're playing is, yeah, you hate to call it exhibition golf, but there's no cut. They've got money in their pocket already. 
uh, it's just hard to compare. How, how do you compare this guy's performance to somebody on the PGA Tour? So, um, yeah, it, it will be very interesting to see where this goes uh, in the future. Are, are, you know, does live? Are, are they accomplishing what they set out to accomplish? And you know, we'll, we'll see what the future holds with uh, with that tour. Yeah, and all the team stuff or whatever that's worth. I don't see any great value in that personally. But and I'm all for free enterprise. I'm all for capitalism and no issues there. But you know, the PGA Tour is American. It is is ours and of course we have a vested interest with a significant event here which we want to see survive and thrive for many years to come so clearly there's there's a bias here from my perspective and and i think that's the case with most people and regardless of how people feel about uh, live tour they want to see the best golf and I think moving forward, one of the reasons you might see a shift is because these players don't get points and their exposure level is very small and they aren't going to get to play in some of the biggest events in the world and on some of the best golf courses in the world. I, I would agree. I, I mean, you look at the, the you know, the, you're playing for, you're making an awful lot of money on the PGA Tour. You're making an awful lot of money on Live. But, you know, for those that are worried about their legacy, you know, that you're you're going to create your reputation and legacy based on your performance in the majors and on the PGA tour. So, um, you know, will there be some, some second guessing and, and second thoughts about that? I mean, there were certain guys who left for whom it probably made sense given where they were in their career, but there are also some, some younger guys who are still kind of at the peak of their game. Not that many, but a few who, you know, are kind of sacrificing that, that opportunity, as you say, to, to play against the best in the world mm-hmm. on a re- very regular basis and, and show that they are among the best in the world. So we'll, yep. we'll see where it goes. About a minute left. Uh, any, if you had to place any odds, any chance about this tournament being elevated here in the near future? We're in there fighting. Uh, you know, they, the, uh, the decision-making process got pushed back some, so now uh, we're hearing that those decisions won't be made until late summer. So... Uh, you know, it, it's incumbent upon us to put on the best tournament that we possibly can. We've had great success, especially over the last five years in team play. If we raise as much money as we can for charity, put on a great show, have our players happy, it's just going to make our opportunity to be elevated that much greater. And, you know, Zurich, our sponsor, is is very engaged and, and they would like to be elevated. So we'll, we'll continue those conversations and would, uh, would certainly like to, to get some good news on that later this summer. Zurich Classic next week, of course, Pro-Am's Monday, Wednesday. The tournament begins on Thursday. We'll be there looking forward to it as always. We hope you'll be there too and support this great event. Steve, always a pleasure. Thank you. I know you're busy and we appreciate the time. Absolutely. See you next week, Ken. Thanks. You, you got it, Steve. Thank you. Steve Worthy of the Zurich Classic. We'll take a brief time out back with the final segment of Sports Talk to talk college baseball when we return in a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. He's kind and he's funny and he's also mustachioed. He solves all your problems by the end of every episode. TV Dad. Everyone loves TV Dad. Listen to your TV dad. Switch to Progressive and you could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllStateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. When you've been injured in a crash, demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Not all insurance companies are bad, and not all offers are unfair. But before you accept any offer, call us. At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we'll help you evaluate if you've been given a fair offer or should consider hiring an attorney. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2314878. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by 4Kids Foundation and the 2023 Zurich Golf Classic. The Zurich Classic. It's a party with friends. Start with a cocktail at the Tito's Lounge. Check out the Barstool Sportsbook. Enjoy classic New Orleans food and top it off with the Molly Ringwalls. April 20th through 23rd. That's golf our way. For tickets, go to ZurichGolfClassic.com. This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Tour through Cajun country while getting some exercise at this year's Cycle Zydeco. Make stops along the way to enjoy great food and music. Visit CycleZydeco.org for details. Or enjoy the Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival with carnival rides, local strawberries, and entertainment by Parish, County Line, and others. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, pick up the latest issue of Where You At Magazine at bars, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Or visit whereyat.com and read the new issue online. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Welcome back to the show on this Wednesday night as we get you ready for high school baseball coming up here. Oh, in about 10, 12 minutes or so, the Archbishop Rommel Raiders and the John Curtis Christian Patriots. Danny Ream will join me on the call of the game. We look forward to bringing it to you. Simulcast from 106.1 FM Nash Icon Audio and Video at CrescentCitySports.com. That's coming up here in just a bit. Pre-game show about 645 from Mike Miley Stadium, where we're stationed now as the Rommel Raiders take on the John Curtis Patriots. Looking forward to bringing you that game Tonight, speaking of baseball, college baseball, of course, LSU a winner 
at Tulane last night. Tulane competed well in that game, especially early on. Couldn't maintain it, but then again, LSU does this in midweek to everyone with their hitting. They just torch midweek pitching. They're not as much in the SEC, though. They hit it. But in midweek, I just don't know if they're going to lose a game in midweek this year based upon the lineup that Jay Johnson can put out every night to oppose midweek pitching. I just haven't seen anybody they can't handle. And that was the case last night, too. Tommy White, two hits, three RBIs. Braden Jobert, two hits, three RBIs, including a home run as he got it done in that game. So really good stuff. And obviously needs to continue if that's the case. So you're looking for an opportunity for LSU to continue to play well against another really good team in Kentucky this weekend. I mean, Kentucky is all that. Good baseball team. The record speaks for itself. Tough team. Good record. High ranking. And yet another SEC test for the Tigers. Kentucky number 11. They're not 27-5. and five. In the SEC, 9-3. and three. And overall, LSU's 27-5. Same record as Kentucky in the SEC, 7-4. and four. So, Kentucky's game and a half clear of the Tigers. Remember, LSU lost a game that they didn't get to play against South Carolina, where they split the series. So, the series begins tomorrow night. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. So, they start tomorrow night. And looking forward to it at Alec Box Stadium. Tomorrow night, first game, 6 p.m., then you get the Friday game at 6.30, the Saturday game at 1 p.m. So LSU's number one in every poll, and a lot of people are saying, well, you know what? They haven't swept an SEC series. They're only fifth or so in the conference in terms of standing numbers right now. But again, it's all about the teams they've played, and it's all about the potential of the team. It's going to sort itself out, you know, for better or for worse. You're going to see whether this LSU team is legit as the number one team in the country or whether it's not and more like a top 15 or 20 team or top 10 team. I think that will be revealed in due time. And it's all about the depth in pitching for LSU. We know this. We know the lineup is going to hit. We know this is a good team. We know how good it can be. We know how good it has been at times. We know how good Paul Skeens is. But you've got to have the pitching for all three days. And obviously, we're waiting to see if LSU can produce that kind of performance on a consistent basis with its pitching on weekends. And that is where we stand right now with the Tigers, you know, very good team with a chance to be an outstanding team. And the tale will be told soon. The University of New Orleans has won 20 games now. Privateers getting it done of late. They've won five in a row. And this weekend, they're on the road at Corpus Christi to take on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. A series Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. The Friday night game is on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. So you can have a chance to listen to that one on Friday from Corpus Christi. Looking forward for that one on Friday night at 7, right after All Access Sports Talk. So that's where the privateers are right now with their 20 wins in the bank. Pretty impressive for them to this point in time. And, of course, we mentioned Tulane and you know the Green Wave You know, playing a little better baseball now. And you hope that they can sustain that kind of effort. I mean, it's all about trying to, you know, right the ship and steady things and play better down the stretch, 9-24 and 24 overall. But 3-3 three and three in the American Conference where they've been competitive. Wichita State 
at Turchin Stadium Friday, Saturday, Sunday series for the Green Wave of Jay Ullman. Looking forward to see what they are capable of doing. That's going to do it for us for All Access Sports Talk this evening. want to thank Rudy Dixon and want to thank you all for listening and our sponsors as well. Now stay tuned. Coming up next, Archbishop Rummel Baseball against the John Curtis Christian Patriots. Danny Ream and I will have you for that. That's next right here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. For a couple of minutes, thanks for joining us. Be a good sport. God bless you one and all. And so long for just a minute or so. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best prep football scoreboard. All Access was also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Welcome to Archbishop Rumble Baseball on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. Raider Baseball on 106.1 FM is presented by John Terrio, class of 1979, and Malcolm Dines, LLC. By Eddie Corcoran, class of 1979, and Allstate Insurance. By Will Vanderbrook, CPA, class of 1979, and by... Brian Bear, class of 1983, and Bears Pro Bowl. Now let's head live to the ballpark for the call of the game with Cumulus Duwan Sports Director Ken Trahan, class of 1975, from CrescentCitySports.com. From Mike Miley Stadium here in Metairie, it's Archbishop Rumble Baseball as this evening the Rumble Raiders Battle the John Curtis Christian Patriots. And a pleasant good evening to you on a sunny, windy night at this point. Ken Trahan joined by Danny Ream for another outstanding District 95A contest here tonight and part of a simulcast. We're glad you're with us on Nash Icon 106.1 FM, but also streaming video at CrescentCitySports.com. So one of those opportunities to catch us every number of ways, and we're glad to be able to bring it to you. Chip Merritt, Matt Merritt. Rob Utzler here taking care of business on the CrescentCitySports.com side. Rudy Dixon taking care of business on the Nash Icon 106.1 FM side. Well, the Rommel Raiders, have, it's been one of those years. Uh, the Raiders are 17 and 13, 6 and 4 in district play. And of those 13 losses, it's amazing when you consider the fact that eight have been by one run, four have been by two runs. Uh, they've been that close to being that team, but they haven't been that team, haven't found a way to get over the hump. And, We've seen that most recently in a 3-2 extra inning loss at St. Charles Catholic yesterday. Danny, always a pleasure. We all know this Raider team's talented. They have the ability to play not only good baseball, but a chance to play elite baseball. They just haven't found that niche this year. They haven't been able to get the big hit, haven't been able to execute the small play. The little things, they're that close, aren't they? 
Yeah, it's kind of been an attention to detail issue uh, in close games for this Rumble team. And, you know, the great thing about baseball is every day is a new day, and you know you're going to be in the state playoffs, so why not get everything where it needs to be starting here tonight against John Curtis? I mean, uh, this Rumble team is going through a heck of a stretch in their schedule uh, with the teams that they've played recently. It, it has not been easy by any stretch. They've been in every single ball game just coming out on the wrong end of it. So, you know, I would think Frank Cazzo is telling his guys, keep fighting, keep trying to play the game the right way, but they really need to lock in and really pay attention to details in these critical moments of games and of course the John Curtis Christian Patriots in a state championship game a year ago lost to Catholic had a very good year and Curtis ended rumble season last year we did games here in their series last year a two games to one victory for John Curtis in the series over rumble last year the Patriots are 17 8 and 1 overall they're 7 and 3 a game ahead of the Raiders in the standings in district 9-5-A and they're coming off of a split against the Jesuit, a couple of one-run games, and that's kind of what we've seen in this league. Jesuit Rummel, two one-run games. Brother Martin Rummel, two one-run games. John Curtis Jesuit, two one-run games. That's really what it's like with the top teams in this district. Yeah, I mean, it's really like the Southeastern Conference in a lot of ways. You know, if you want to liken it to college baseball, it's just a tremendous district. You know, when you're going through the SEC, all the all the games are tough. You know, whether it's LSU, Alabama, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, whoever you're playing, that's the Catholic League at the high school level. When you're going through Jesuit and Rummel and Holy Cross and Brother Martin and John Curtis and, you know, it, it's, it's murderer's row the whole way through. It's going to be a ton of really good arms on the mound like we're going to see here tonight. Uh, you know, good pitching, guys that can really play defense, guys that swing the bat, teams that are well coached. It's tough. Every, every time you win a game in this league, it's special. It's senior night for John Curtis Christian. It is the Patriots home game tonight, and we want to first offer our uh, extreme thank you to Johnny Curtis, the athletic director at John Curtis Christian, to Jeff Curtis, to JT Curtis, everybody associated with John Curtis for allowing us to be here to do the game tonight uh, for Rummel on CrescentCitySports.com and also on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. And Friday night, it will be Rummel's home game, and we'll have Kevin Fayard here and his team to do it for John Curtis, and that's kind of the cooperation that exists between these two schools in this fine league, and as it should be. Well, the Raiders, we mentioned the record. And when you look at the the players, it's been a season where the numbers look good at times, and sometimes, you know, they just aren't able to get the big hit. But certainly Mikey Ryan's been as advertised, hitting 400, four homers and 20 RBIs. Gavin Nix has been really good. Uh, Ryan Jr., Nix a sophomore, Nix at 391 with two homers and 20 RBIs. Uh, Brock Bollinger has been excellent as a two-way player, leads the team in RBIs, and, of course, is an excellent pitcher for the Raiders. Yeah, he is, and, you know, this is Brock's first start since the uh, Jesuit start that really didn't get off the way that he wanted to see it go and uh, had a tough first inning. So you can bet that Brock Bollinger's chomping at the bit with the competitor that he is to get back out on the mound tonight. Of course, John Curtis, not uh, bereft of talent. I mean, both sides have a lot of players committed to play at the next level, and the Patriots tonight have... Michael O'Brien on the mound, another outstanding two-way player, Mississippi State signee. And Michael hasn't thrown a lot of innings this year, but he's good and, and he's very competitive. And I really enjoy visiting with the young man every time I visit with him. So good matchup here tonight. It is. It's a great pitching matchup. O'Brien's a fine young man. Like you said, going up to Mississippi State, that speaks volumes to be able to, you know, sign with a program at that level. And I, I saw him last year on the mound. He's a heck of a competitor. He's one of those guys that just he's going to play so hard and just try to will his team into victory. 
It's the Rumble Raiders and the John Curtis Patriots. We'll take a time out here when we return in just a moment. We'll have a tribute. Also, the starting lineups and the first pitch from Mike Miley Stadium. You are listening to and watching John Curtis and Archbishop Rummel. It's Raider Baseball on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at CrescentCitySports.com. You wouldn't want your favorite sports team to play only offense or defense. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can assist you more. That's Allstate Stan. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent Eddie Corcoran, class of 79 at 504-469-6400. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Insurance Company, Allstate Property and Casualty Insurance Company, and Allstate Indemnity Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Hi, I'm John Terrio, Archbishop Rommel High School, class of 1979 and managing partner of Malcolm M. Dina's Certified Public Accountants. Our firm has been serving the Gulf South region for over 60 years. We assist our clients with tax compliance and auditing. We also serve as the CFO for many of our corporate clients. We have a specialized forensic accounting group that consults with attorneys on litigation matters. We are proud supporters of Archbishop Rommel High School and the LaSallean tradition of faith, community, and service. Thank God Almighty I'm a if you ask me, now's the perfect time to plan an epic summer when we still have a couple months and there are epic deals at Kohl's. I got myself some cute tees for under 10 bucks each, sandals for everyone in my family at just 20 bucks each, and outdoor patio essentials for 50% off. Plus, I earned a Kohl's cash. These deals won't last long though, so if you want to stock up and save before summer's even here, you know where to go. Select styles. Offers in April 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. I had a nighttime routine for my frequent heartburn. I would drink milk, I would sleep upright with more pillows, but that painful burning stayed. So I made Prilosec OTC part of my morning routine. With just one pill each morning, Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid production, blocking heartburn day and night. Now I have a new nighttime routine. I call it sleeping. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. With Prilosec OTC. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. The St. Bernard Chamber of Commerce presents Spotlight St. Bernard, their annual business expo and job fair on Thursday, April 13th from 5 to 7 p.m. at Valerie's Gym. The Spotlight St. Bernard offers business-to-business networking and job seekers the opportunity to apply in person for open positions with local businesses. For more information, visit stbernardchamber.org slash spotlight. It's the 51st annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, April 14th, 15th, and 16th. The largest free festival in the South will feature the biggest and most delicious strawberries in the world grown by local farmers. Plus live music and games. Visit nonprofit food booths and enjoy the parade Saturday morning, April 15th at 9.30 a.m. Enjoy all the rides on the huge midway. The 51st annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival, April 14th through 16th at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Sponsored by Cumulus Media. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Ken Trahan, Danny Ream from Mike Miley Stadium. Beautiful night. The Raiders and the Patriots getting set to play game one of their two-game series. We'll introduce the starting lineups in a moment. We have the national anthem, but right now, we want to introduce to you a tribute to a special man, Bill Authors, whom I knew extremely well personally. Bill was at Archbishop Rumble when I was at Archbishop Rumble. Bill was at Archbishop Rumble with my younger brother. Bill taught my son at Archbishop Rumble. Bill spent 58 years at Archbishop Rumble High School. 
Bill Alters touched more lives than anybody I can possibly imagine, not just at that high school, but everybody. As a result, the school is shutting down at 11 a.m. tomorrow to have a special service because they're expecting thousands of people from schools everywhere. We salute Bill Authors, a wonderful man and a great friend here tonight because normally he would be here taking pictures at this game. Love the Authors family. Condolences and prayers. Look forward to the service. We pause for our prayer and the national anthem. We just thank you. Thank you. We can come and watch these young men compete. Pray and watch over them. Keep them safe. The umpires, Lord, as they apply the rules of the game, we just look to you. Help us to conduct ourselves as we should. Seek to honor you in all that we think and say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. crowd tonight as you would expect. Danny Ream has so much influence that he arranged a flyover <laughs> for the national anthem here tonight. Or was that Joel Hanbury? I don't know. <laughs> These guys have so much pull. Special. <laughs> Alright, let's give you the starting lineups for this contest. First of all for the visiting Rummel Raiders under the direction of Frank Cazzo, 17 and 13, 6 and 4 in District 9-5A. Evanberg leads off in center field. Mikey Ryan is the shortstop. Red Centennial at first base with Gavin Nix cleaning up at second base. Brock Bollinger will pitch and hit fifth. Gavin Kennedy in right field. Lenny Klein, the DH. Giancarlo Arancibia at third base. Anthony Mooney will play left field. And Brogan Bloom is the catcher not batting. Top three of Berg, Ryan Centennial. Middle three of Nix, Bollinger, Kennedy. Bottom three, Klein, Arancibia, Mooney, Bloom, Catching and on the mound is Brock Bollinger, as mentioned. For the John Curtis Christian Patriots, 17, 8, and 1, 7, and 3 in Catholic League play under the direction of Jeff Curtis. Leading off in pitching, Michael O'Brien batting second, the DH, Dagan Bruno. It's Josh Eames in right field, Andrew Martinez at first base. Austin Ackle plays third, Reed Duthu is the shortstop. Cyrus McClinton bats seventh in left field. Tyler Mitchell, the catcher, bats eighth. Dylan Gilbert in center field hits ninth, and Jason Curtis, the second baseman, not batting. Top three, O'Brien, Bruno, and Eames. Middle three, Martinez, Ackle, and Duthu. Bottom three, McClinton, Mitchell, and Gilbert. Curtis playing second, not batting. And the pitcher, Danny, is the left-hander and senior and Mississippi State signee. Michael O'Brien, a left-hander and a good one. He is, and he's a tremendous competitor that's really going to put his team in a position to win. We saw it time and time again last year, coming in in tough situations and uh, just getting the job done for John Curtis. And uh, he's got a zero ERA coming into this game, so that says a lot. Not a ton of innings, not throwing nearly as much as he did a year ago, only 17 innings so far, but hasn't given up a run. No, seven games, four starts, 17 innings, only eight runs, and none earned. Eight hits, that's it. He's walked eight, he's hit five, but he struck out 25. Fastball, breaking ball, certainly featured. Patriots in their red tops tonight, white pants. 
White Caps, Red Bills, Raiders in their pinstripe look tonight with their red caps, familiar arm blazoned on those caps as well. Weather conditions, it's well, I would say it's partly cloudy. A lot of sun, though, 66 degrees, and the wind a real factor out of the northeast blowing out eight miles an hour, but it's gusting to 16. It will help balls tonight. Normally, the ball does not carry well here at all, but tonight it could be a different story. Evan Berg leads it off the center fielder and two-lane commit, 268, no homer, 16 driven in. First pitch of the ball game, fastball high and away. We're underway at 659 or a minute early. 